Good evening, everyone. God bless you, and welcome to our worship service today. It is so wonderful to have you joining us as we come to the Lord in a time of celebration, even in the middle of what we're going through, that we can stop to celebrate and be able to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm going to invite you to begin to gather your family members and friends and text them, let them know to tune in uh, so they can join us in this very special service that we have this evening. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. And my prayer is going to be the following, that the glory of the Lord will fill this place where we're at, but also that the glory of the Lord will fill your home so that there will be no seams, no differences both by what we're experiencing here and what you're experiencing there. Father, I pray right now as we thank you for the precious blessing of this day and these moments that we have to worship you. What an honor it is, Lord, to gather and to be able, Lord, to just thank you for your protection and thank you for all that you do for us. And Father, we pray right now that your glory, your presence will be felt here in this, in this temple, in this sanctuary. Saturate this place that as we praise you and glorify you, uh, you heaven will be moved and you will tabernacle yourselves here, Lord. But I also pray, Lord, that the same experience we're having here in this sanctuary will happen in the homes of our beloved congregation and the people that are watching us, that there will be no difference, that your presence will be felt there, that the move of the Holy Spirit will be there, that the, the Prince of Peace will be there, that the Paraclete, the Holy Spirit, will be there. Let this moment, Lord, and this time as we join together be so special that our, our souls will be refreshed, our spirit will be renewed, and we can continue, Lord, honoring you in everything. So we thank you, Lord, as we celebrate in song, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Let's worship the Lord right now through song. Reverend Isaac. Merciful. 
Of, of stress, oh God, you are our rest. Your presence is 
find refuge and so Lord as a people we come before you tonight Lord and we declare this in your presence that's where I am strong in your presence oh Lord my God in your
that second verse one last time. I want to hide. I want to hide where the flood of evil cannot reach me, where I'm covered by the blood. Oh, you are our protection, God. And I want to be where the schemes of evil cannot touch me. Presence, oh God, in your presence, in your presence, that's where I am strong. In your presence, oh Lord, my God, in your presence, that's where I belong. See. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 8, we find the story of a woman who was classified by her situation. She had an issue of blood that lasted 12 years and the doctors told her that there was nothing that she could do. This woman knew too well the isolation that you might be feeling today for no one would come near her for that they would be deemed unpure and unclean. And yet when she heard that Jesus was in the vicinity, she pushed whatever she needed to out of the way to make sure that she got a touch of the hem of his garments. And so today... We need to push aside the fear. We need to push aside the anxiety. We need to push aside the worry and reach out for a touch of the hem of his garment. Because through our faith, we will be healed. Oh, I don't know who you are today. But there's some that are out there and you are sick or maybe you've been diagnosed with this virus. I want you to know that if you reach out for a touch of the hem of his garment, your faith will heal you. So let's build up our faith today, believing that the God that did it then is the God that will do it today. Almighty God, we come before you this evening, Lord standing on the promises of your word believing lord that you are still a miracle worker today oh that your spirit moves you haven't lost power you haven't lost potency and so i speak right now to all those that find themselves sick touch them right now Put your healing hands on their lungs, your healing hands on their chest, Lord, that they might breathe that life-giving air that only you can give, God. Oh, Father, I pray that you remove the impact of this virus in your sons and your daughters tonight, my God, that those that have a respiratory infection, Father, that your spirit come in and lift out the viruses, lift them out, every single one in the name of Jesus. 
And we are believing for miraculous healing. Even when the doctors don't understand. Even when the doctors don't know what to do. You know what to do, my God. For you are Jehovah Rapha. You are the great physician. You are the great healer. So pour out your healing balm over your sons and your daughters this evening. Oh, let us hear the testimonies. Let us hear the stories of the miracles that you're going to do as your sons and your daughters build up their faith in you. We believe in you. Not what the politicians say. Not what the news say. Not what the statistics say. We believe your word. And so to the spirit of sickness and infirmity, we cast you out in the name of Jesus remove your hands remove yourself from these homes from these families of people that have declared themselves believers and followers of you touch your sons and your daughters tonight jesus and and move out squeeze out push out the spirit of sickness and infirmity in the name of jesus oh when we pray that your peace that surpasses all understanding fill every home fill every vicinity lord fill every building fill every street here in the lower east side every street in every borough lord every corner here in new york city and all across our nation your word tells us about these times we know that we're in a war lord but you've prepared us father and we know that you've released an army of warring angels that are out and fighting on our behalf lord and so in our weakness lord we know that you are our strength and you are fighting you are fighting you are fighting you are fighting and you are not a god that loses no you win the victory is already yours so we thank you that this pandemic has already been defeated in the name of Jesus we thank you that the sickness has been vanquished in the name of Jesus we thank you that healing is on its way in the name of Jesus oh father give your sons and your daughters that peace tonight Lord that you've already declared the day of deliverance in the name of Jesus and that you will pass over the homes you will pass over the homes just like you did, Lord. When the angel of death was coming for the firstborn, you will pass over the homes of your children. You will pass over our grandchildren, our children, our nieces and nephews. You will pass over our seniors in the name of Jesus. They are covered under the blood of Jesus. And in these times, Father just like that woman had to look deep down inside of her to find that bold faith Lord stir up a boldness inside of us father oh a ridiculous kind of faith in this season that although we don't see it we know that you're working although we don't see it father we know that healing is on its way although we don't see it we know that provision is on its way although we don't see it we know that restoration is on its way and so we rest upon you this evening my God we are not hopeless but hopeful father for with you we know that we are more than conquerors. 
With you, we know that we are victors and not victims. With you, Lord, we know that we are the head and not the tail because you are our rock. You are our fortress. Oh, you are our shield. Oh, Lord, you are our help during these times of trouble. So we thank you, Lord, that we're going to see the miraculous happen. And just like we saw it in Hebrews 11, Lord, you shut the mouths of lion. You made a way when the Israelites were crossing the Red Sea, Lord. You made the walls of Jericho fall. We know that you're going to do the miraculous, Lord. We're going to be telling generations after us of your faithfulness and the way that you move for this will define our generation. We know, my God, that this new generation is going to see you move in ways we haven't seen you move before so we thank you Lord for a mighty revival that's going to happen here in the Lower East Side for the revival that's going to happen in New York City for the revival that's going to happen in our nation as your sons and your daughters humble themselves and turn back to you and we know that you will hear them and you will hear our, heal our land so we thank you for that in the name that's above all names, the mighty name of Jesus. And all of God's people said, amen, so be it. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, I come before you in the name of the Lord Jesus. To lift up God, every health care worker. God, some have been working and have gotten the virus. God, we pray for them. We pray for your healing virtue to flow right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. God, they're working so hard. Protect them. God, they have to go home to their families. Protect their families. We pray for the EMS workers, for the firefighters, for the police officers. God, I pray a bloodline of protection over them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Charge your angels over them. There's so many that are sick and so many need them. They are the Jesus with flesh on, Lord God. So I pray, God, you cover them protect them take away all fear we come against the spirit of fear right now in the name of the Lord Jesus for you have not given us a spirit of fear but of love power and a sound mind please the blood of Jesus over them over their families Lord God and God I now want to stand in the gap for every pastor who has to shepherd their people in a very different way. Who has to receive every call and every text and every email, Lord God. That only brings bad news. You strengthen us, Lord God. You give us wisdom and grace to encourage, to build up their faith. God, help us. Help us. To represent you well. To shepherd the people you have put, God, for us to shepherd. I pray, God, you strengthen us. You keep us well. 
Heal our bodies, strengthen our bodies, strengthen our emotions, strengthen our minds, strengthen our hearts. God, it's so difficult that we can't just reach out and touch them with our hand. But you can, Lord. You can do it. God, I especially pray right now for Lucy who's in the hospital. And I pray if she's listening to me right now, because she's supposed to be watching. Lucy, the blood of Jesus is over your life. I pray healing virtue to flow from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, Lord God. Thank you, God. We send the word of healing to Joshua, Lord God. Heal his body, Lord God. To Lisa, Lord God, who's in the hospital. And God, we thank you because you're already allowing her to be weaned off. God, the respirator. Thank you, God. We thank you for that miracle. Continue the healing, Lord God. Strengthen the families who cannot go and be with their families, Lord God. Who cannot go to the hospital with them. Who cannot be there, Lord God. But God, strengthen them and help them to know, God, that you are with them. You are an ever-present help in time of trouble. And you're standing right there, Lord God, with them. We thank you for your presence. And we just sang, God, that your presence is heaven to us. And God, we thank you for your presence, God, here in this temple and in every room and every hospital room and in every area that's watching us right now. I know, God, that your presence is saturating their area right now. And God, let it be heaven to them. And we know heaven means there's no sickness, there's no pain, there's no fear, there's no virus, Lord God. So even in these precious moments that we have, we thank you for heaven here on earth right now in Jesus' name because of your presence. God, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Protect our world, protect our country. Our leaders help them make the right decisions. Provide everything that's needed, Lord God, to bring healing. We trust in you, God. And we choose, God, to wait on you, to pray, to believe, to hang on to you, to hang on to our faith, Lord God. Because, God, you know. You know. You know you know so we wait on you God and we thank you Jehovah Shalom for peace for peace saturate right now saturate us with peace that surpasses all understanding God help us help us to help others to encourage others God let everyone right now feel your love Feel your arms. God, we can't embrace them, but you surely can. So I pray, God, let them feel an embrace right now from you, Heavenly Father. We receive it, and we thank you. And God, we love you in the good times, in the bad times. We'll serve you in the good times and in the bad times. Yet will we praise you, yet will we serve you. We love you, Lord. We're in your hands. We trust you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. Come on, everyone, just say amen. So be it in Jesus' name. 
So be it in Jesus' name. presence of the Lord is in this place and we trust also at your home or wherever you are right now. The entire focus of our time getting together is really to serve an audience of one and that is the Lord, to be able to give him glory and praise, uh, to let the Holy Spirit move so that we can be strengthened and inspired. And I want you church and those that are watching us to start making preparations now. In a few moments I will be giving you specific instructions regarding communion so there in your home or in the hospital where you are or wherever it is that you might be maybe you're at break you're on a break at work um, get yourself a, some bread or if you don't have bread a cracker believe me right now because we're in unusual circumstances trust me the Lord is going to understand so it's the posture of your heart so get yourself some bread and uh, be able to uh, enough to be able to distribute to those that are with you and then if you're able to have some grapefruit juice or, or even water, uh, a liquid that will help you, juice that will help you to uh, join us. And don't focus so much on what you have in your hand, but focus on the symbolism of those emblems. And before I, I, we go there, I want to just take a few moments and, and really talk about that we're living in a time when there's changes happening all over the place. I mean, who would have thought just barely three weeks ago or so that we would be in the situation that we are now. Who would have thought that, the, that our community, our, our city, our state, our nation, our, our world would have changed so drastically? Because we are in a, in a, in a time of that kind of flux, that, time, that type of change, where the things that you see today, all of a sudden, they're not there tomorrow. I mean, we heard talking for the last months and and for the business people that are watching me for the last quarters about how secure and how roaring the market was. And here we are going through a time where instead of it being so aggressive and so prosperous for so many people, it's really almost on the verge of 
uh, of almost collapsing to scenes that we saw so many, so many decades ago. Because oftentimes the things that we think will be here forever are not. And we're finding out through uh, this time of being put in quarantine and being separated from our families that yes, a car has its place and our property has its place and a bank account has its place and all of that. But right now we're not even able to enjoy those things and we're in our homes trying to work on our relationship with our families, with ourselves, and with our God. In fact, one of the things that's sprouting to the surface right now is that this time of being separated is really testing your walk with God. Oftentimes we need to have people help me to bubble up my faith. But now you're being left to just you and God to wrestle through the challenges of life. But what I love about God and one of the things we teach so often is that when we go through those, through those moments of faithlessness where we don't know where to go and what to do, God always remains faithful. He's always there for us. And one of the, the ordinances of the Lord that really have enduring qualities or lasting qualities is what we're going to do tonight. And that's the communion table. And if you just follow me for a few moments before we participate, I want to just highlight for you again, show you once again, these three dimensions of communion. The communion of the past, which is really about being reminded of the price for our redemption. The communion of today, which really draws us to a place of community. And then the, commun the, the communion, holy communion of tomorrow, which is the one that presents for us a hope of, of the eternal place where we will celebrate once again. If we look at the uh, communion of uh, looking back, the communion of yesterday, if you will, or of before, uh, Luke in his writings uh, opens a window for us to be able to understand what that looks like. And back means that during this time of celebration of sitting at the table, we need to really go back and, and kind of discern for ourselves once again the price of our redemption, what it took for you and I to be in right relationship with God. And it isn't that God forgets, but we, our human nature, as human creatures, if you will, we have a tendency to forget things and we need to be constantly reminded. And the communion table, as often as we celebrate, and we need to do it often, you can't let too, too long go by, too much time pass by before you celebrate, helps us to remember. In fact, one of the sad things that is occurring because of the quarantine and and countries shutting down right now and this uh, social uh, spacing that we have to have between one another is that some are even being discouraged from participating in communion. Uh, but I'm of the opposite persuasion. And I think that if at any time we need to be reminded of what God has done for us, is right now as we're navigating through this tough time. And communion represents that for us. And of course today, the way we will celebrate today is, is, is one of the safest ways because you're on the other side of that camera. So I'll be participating here, but I won't be serving you directly. I won't be uh, violating the distance that we need to have between one another, but we'll be able to celebrate communion and we'll be able to partake of the bread and of the cup in a way that will cause us to remember the price of our redemption. Look at what Luke said. Luke says in, in chapter 22, he says, and he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, 
This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Remember, being put back together, almost getting nostalgic and realize what a mess we were before we met the Lord. Almost going back into the archives of our mental history of what we did in the past and thanking God that we're not who we were before, but it was really God's redemptive power that transformed us. And as you partake of communion, we'll remember that as well. And in the remembering also, we have to realize that uh, the Lord through communion has offered to us not just salvation, but healing. And if at any time we need healing, as a nation, as a country, as a world, as a people, it is now. If at any time we need healing in our bodies, we're healthy, but the scientists almost frighten us. We're not for the Lord. We'd be stressed out. Uh, but the Lord, uh, we realize that sickness visits our bodies. And right away, and I don't want you to start thinking this way, you know, your throat is scratching, and right away you go too far away. No, 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 wait, wait, slow down. But on the cross of Calvary, we believe that all of that all of that, all of that redemption, that redemption toward healing, was the price was paid for our redemption. We heard the prayers just a few moments ago. And we send that word of healing to people. And later on in a few moments, I'm going to remind you again of this point. When we get ready to drink the cup, the, the blood of Jesus is, is over, over coronavirus. Over. Nothing is greater than the Lord. And we need to believe that firmly. So there is the going back, remembering to the price of our redemption, the price of forgiveness. But communion is also powerful today. It doesn't change. Time doesn't alter it because it's present. It helps us to draw together in a sense of community. And sadly, we get separated too often. Right now, we have to be apart from our loved ones. Right now, we can't congregate as a church. But I'm telling you, that's a temporary thing. We're going to be able to get together. And what a party are we going to have when we get together? We'll be able to hug our loved ones again. I keep telling people that I have a bank account now. And, I'm, and I have a lot of hugs to give once this is all over. Because I can't give them right now, although I want to. Community. The, 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 the table was served. The Lord, Last Supper. The Lord's Supper. The last one was served. And, and the Lord called them all together. There's something about being drawn together. That's why we in our church, we have a special service just like we're doing right now where we tell people, just gather together and let's go to the table of the Lord. Now, the table's a dangerous place to go to because it's also a place of conviction, a place of confrontation. If you go back to the Last Supper, but it's a place of community. And one of the things that has become very popular now uh, as people can't get out of the house is everybody's offering soup to people chicken soup here and broth there and, and that becomes a thing that kind of brings an easing comfort to us but also draws people together. Food has a way of doing that. Amen? And the elements of the, of, 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 of commun the communion table represent that for us. Look at what it says in Hebrews. It says in Hebrews 10 let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but let us encourage one another and all the, uh, the more as we see the day approaching. So this time is a time for mutual encouragement. It's not a time for appointing a finger of accusation, but rather it is to come together and realize that we are to be drawn as a body of believers. The commonality that we have with the Lord Jesus Christ represented through the elements, through the cross, that brings us to a place 
of community. So it is a, a, the dimension of looking back, the price of forgiveness, the dimension of looking now, present, a sense of community, but it is also for the future. And, and for the future, I want to use two verses that will help us to understand. And, and Mark tells us this, that it's th- this hope for tomorrow. And, and you know, you, you, you will really live a very frustrated life if you don't have hope for tomorrow. You live in the now, you experience the now, but always paint that picture. And since the beginning of, of everyone being told to stay home, every time I broadcast to you, I always mention, we're going to get out of this. Look into the future, paint a promising future. This is not the end. The Lord did the same thing with communion. In fact, if we look at Mark's word, it says in Mark 14, I tell you, I will not drink of this, of this fruit of the vine from now until that day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. And he's making a promise to the faithful believers that communion doesn't end when everything here on earth ends, but rather it is a, a continued celebration with our hope placed in tomorrow. Luke says it this way in chapter 22. He says, For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. So church, returning back to my opening statements, if there are things that we thought were going to be everlasting, all of a sudden they're not, then I'm going to invite you to park your faith and hope and trust in those things that are everlasting. And communion points us to that, not thing, that person. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, get the best medical advice you can. Yes, Keep yourself as healthy as you can. But above all else that you can do, let communion tonight point you to the feet of Jesus, that you realize that you need him in your life, that the only way you can sort through the ups, the downs, the loneliness, the separations, is when you have Christ in your heart. Father, I thank you for this precious moment when I'm able to share from my heart with my brothers and sisters. I realize, dear Lord, that oftentimes when we repeat things over and over, they kind of lose their glimmer and their value. But allow today the Holy Spirit to well up inside of us to be able to appreciate the present nature of the of communion table, the future painting for us, what it, what it has brought forth for us, Lord that as we partake of the bread and the cup this evening, that, Lord, the miraculous will become commonplace, that we'll be experiencing being drawn closer to you, that we'll experience, oh, Lord, the the, the curtain pulling back and seeing you, Lord, wooing us to your bosom today. We thank you, God, praying this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I want to prepare to go to... Uh, participate of the elements and their symbols we have I have the cup here before me and we have the bread symbolic of the Lord Jesus Christ for those of you that are new and are watching us uh, you can uh, now have the bread nearby and uh, we're going to bless it I'm going to pray a special prayer of thanksgiving and blessing over the elements that I'll be using here and you'll be using there as well so I need you for the next moments to Just uh, be before the Lord in the most uh, sacred and reverent way that you can be. 
because I want to bless the elements that we're going to use. Again, the ones that I'm using and the ones that you're using as well. You may want to, if you're distributing them already at home, don't, don't eat of the bread nor drink of the cup. Wait till everyone is served. There's a few things we need to do before we participate, but I'll give you a few moments to do just that, to uh, distribute it to the person next to you in your home. The bread, which is symbol of the body of Christ, it's a symbol, and the cup symbol of the blood of Jesus. And just hold it there, because I want to go into first a prayer of thanksgiving and blessing over the elements. The elements I'm using, the elements that you're using as well. Father, I come before you once again in the name of Jesus, and I thank you, dear Lord, for the bread and for the cup, symbol of your body, symbol of your blood. Lord, I hold it in my hand, no longer regular commodities, but rather the mystery that we don't understand becomes real to us today with the bread and the cup. Lord, but not just for me here in this sanctuary and those that are with me, but Lord, those, your, your children, Lord, in their homes and wherever they find themselves as they hold the bread and the cup, I thank you for the elements, the emblems, and I pray your blessing, supernatural blessing over them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. Please hold the bread in your hand and listen to the reading of the word. This is Paul uh, admonishing. Paul does two recommendations to the people of Corinth. First, he tells them to make sure they examine themselves. So it's very critical that we pause before you hold the bread in your hand, but we pause before we partake. Now, I've blessed them. I've separated them before the Lord. I've given thanks to the Lord for them. But we also need to go to a place of confession because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And some of you there say, I'm not worthy of partaking. But we can become worthy through the door of confession. And Peter, 1 Peter says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us. So let's just, just take a brief moment. We don't confess to men. We confess our own. Sometimes it's a thought. Sometimes it's an action that we took this day. Sometimes it's, a, it's a, something that we've done. You don't need to tell the crowd, but certainly go before the Lord and own up to yourself. We'll take a few moments and then I'll, I'll finish off the prayer of confession. Let's close our eyes, bow our heads and do that right now. Dear God, we've taken these moments to confess to you our frail humanity. We heed to the advice of the Apostle Paul, who warns us about eating in an unworthy manner. So we confess to you thoughts that we've had, words that we've said, attitudes that have taken over, activities that we shouldn't have gotten involved in. We're sorry. We take Jesus as our advocate. And we pray, dear Lord, in this confession that you would receive it, Lord, so that we can participate in a worthy manner. I thank you, praying this in Christ's name. Amen and amen. If you hold the bread in your, in your right hand, 
Listen to the words of the Apostle Paul. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it. And said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us eat of the bread. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Now, for those of you that are out there listening to me right now, and even here in the room, those that are attending and helping us broadcast this service, you might be going through some physical ailment, and I'm going to take this moment to really step out in faith and believe the promises of God. And you may have, you may have fever, you may feel not well today, and all sorts of thoughts come into your mind. But I believe that the blood of Jesus is over all sickness, all sickness, all sickness. So in a few moments, I'm going to ask you to lift up the cup high, but before we do that, I want you to place your, your other hand, your free hand on your chest. We can't pray for one another and stretching out our hands, but you can certainly, and some of you have your throat is, is not well, you have your ears are affected, the itchy eyes that are happening as well. Some of you are having difficulty breathing. You're having aches and pains that are in. I really believe, listen to me, church, I know we're transmitting, I know you're not here physically, but I believe there is no distance for the healing power of the Holy Spirit and of God. So we step out in faith today. And I want you to lift up the cup high because everything is under the blood of Jesus. The flu, coronavirus, headaches, itchy eyes, scratchy throat, fever, congestion, aches and pains, all of that vomiting that you might have, these reactions in your body, and right away you're thinking it's something that it really isn't, but you still feel those conditions right now, I want to join my faith with yours and I want to lift up the cup high because everything is under the blood. So in fact, some of you even thinking that it's over, it is not over. Just as they put the blood over the doorpost of the people of Israel and the angel of death passed by, calamity is going to pass by. Listen to me closely, pass by. Calamity will not reach your home and will not reach your loved ones. Step out in faith and believe and trust God. Father, we lift up high the cup, and we, which represents the blood of Jesus, not only cleansing us of all unrighteousness and sin, but also, Lord, the curse of sickness has been broken on the cross of Calvary by the blood shed for the redemption of us. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, I, Lord, pray and join my faith with my brothers and sisters. As we lift up the cup, right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, let that fever break. Gone. Let that sore throat begin to be cleared up. In Jesus' name, that headache to disappear. 
those itchy eyes, Lord, everything start to return to normal in the name of Jesus. Lord, not for our glory, but for your glory. You're the one that does it, not us, no science, no medication. It is you, it's our faith in you, dear God. I pray for that person right now that feels like it's over. It is not over. They're going to get through this in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that when we drink of the cup, healing virtue would flow through us in the name of Jesus. I declare it and decree it in the name of Jesus. Let us partake of the cup in Christ's name. you can stand where you are at home or even here let's just praise the Lord and thank him for his goodness hallelujah let's just thank God I might not be able to hear you on the other side of the camera but God can hear you right there in your home just lift the praises before God thanking him for his healing virtue thanking him for the sacrifice of the cross thanking him hallelujah for Jesus who redeems us thanking him hallelujah that the price for our redemption and forgiveness has been taken care of. Thank you for the sense of community among us, dear God. Thank you for the hope that we have, dear God, for one day to dwell with you in eternal places. Thank you, Lord, for sweet fellowship. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Amen and amen. I think he's worthy of a clap offering and praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. Worthy is the Lamb of God. Worthy is the Lamb of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is so good. Hallelujah. I came ready to bring my offering. I hope that, um, that you that are listening to me, we remain faithful to our church. And if you're from another ministry to that church, it is critically important that we continue to do our outreach. But I came ready to give, and I'm going to do that tonight. And those that are helping her is, uh, here as well. We don't have a congregation here tonight. We have the people that are helping us to broadcast the service, but they came ready to give as well. So there in your home, you will see on the screen the information about giving. Make sure that you do that. And then I'll come back in a few moments to close out the service. Make sure you stay with me for a few more moments. Roar up from the 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm going to ask all of those that are on the other side of the camera, stand up right where you are in your home. We're about to close out the service. I just want to remind you that we're going to be worshiping again. So make sure you tune back in uh, this coming Sunday at 9 o'clock in the morning in Spanish and then at 1130 in, uh, in, in the morning in English. Let your family know, let your friends know, gather together so that we can worship the Lord. And then what we're going to do right now is you're standing as I'm going to send a blessing your way as we close out the service. But after I say amen, don't leave. Stay tuned because for the next remaining moments that we have, uh, we want to just uh, celebrate and join uh, that song that you know very well about this is how I fight my battles. That's what we're going to sing in a few moments because it will renew your faith and strengthen you. So right after that, I pray the blessing over you and the benediction. Stay, stay on, on, keep them, everything on. And just celebrate there with your family and loved ones as we do so here as well. Father, we thank you for this precious time. We so appreciate your blessing over us, your presence in this place. And Lord, bless us in the things that we need to do tomorrow. Even though we have limited activity, there's things going on, dear Father. I pray your presence in our homes and our families, that you keep us, Lord, with our eyes set on you. Bless us so that we can be a blessing to others. I lift my hands toward the precious congregation and people listening to us right now. And I send the blessing of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, and amen. Let's enjoy this wonderful worship song at this time right on the screen. The word says, for the spirit of heaviness, put on the garment of praise. That's how we fight our battles. Yeah. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. What we're doing tonight. This is how I fight my battles. When you think you're lost It may look like I'm surrounded But I'm surrounded by you Hey, It may look like I'm surrounded But I'm surrounded by you It may look like I'm surrounded But I'm surrounded by you It may look like I'm surrounded But I'm surrounded by you This is how I fight my battles. 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 It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm. 
how we fight our battles. This is how we fight our battles. This is how we fight our battles. This is how we fight our.